to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block. I'm E. Strick and my partner, Jake Bakovin. We're here to talk a little bit more about the baseball team doing big things down there in market. Coming in this year, looking to make some noise after making a lot of noise last season, doing big things, giving the top teams in baseball all they can handle, but just coming up short of the big dance. But that's okay. They're looking good. They're feeling good this year. The Husker class of 2022 consists of about eight scholarship players and two preferred walk-on signees. They really didn't get anywhere as far as in the in the recruiting rankings, but shoot, they, they did all they had to do in 2021, jumping in the top 20. And so they added some pitching. They feel good about their pitching this year. They got uh, they, they, they got four right-handed pitchers, uh, actually three from local kids out there in Miller, two left-handed pitchers and two potential two-way players, a shortstop and one first baseman. So they're feeling good about themselves. They come in the 2022 season ranked number 20th coming off of a win, 11-9 win in the exhibition game against Creighton. Uh, but they're going to lose. They're going to lose somebody out in the outfield. Uh, you know, obviously there's been speculation that Chase Manson, uh, I'm sorry, Chase Mason, uh, the 6'4", 215-pound outfielder, uh, he, they said he was a strong uh, power hitter. He had some speed, a good arm. He was rated in the top 100 nationally as a prospect uh, when he signed with Nebraska last fall. He was due to compete in the outfield. They're going to lose him. But other than that, man, they feel good about their recruiting class and uh, what they were bringing back with 18 newcomers as well. And to start the season off ranked 20th in the country by perfect game and 21st by Baseball America. So filling out, I mean, they seem to be the biggest bright spot, uh, you know, spot other than Husker volleyball right now um, that's going on. And the Lady Huskers are still doing their thing in basketball. So we're, we're still giving kudos to them. They're still playing their butt off. Some injuries and some things there have kind of hurt them some. But other than that, man, what's your thoughts about, you know, the upcoming baseball season? Are you going to go out and check out a game? And, you know, I, I, I would love to go out and check out a game, but now it looks like seats aren't available. I'm going to try to get in a suite or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, uh, <laughs> they sold out the reserve seats. A good good thing we caught off to Evan Bland to let us know either you can still get some berm seats, you can still get some outfield seats. So um, it'll it'll still be possible, but they're doing a, a great job, um, you know, and, and, and it's always I love Husker Nation when they step up and do this sort of thing because, you know, you still got, uh, you know, a month or whatever it is till you get the home game games in here and, and you, you you sold out already people are getting pumped up because they think that this could be the new era um of of husker baseball you know kind of moving on uh you know going back to those dave van horn days uh, now that you have will bolt back in of course played uh for dave van horn back in the day um coming off the, the big 10 championship this team's kind of had the same um same model from every kind of guy that i've heard talk about of course we have uh, up the middle here with a few of the, the husker baseball players and i've heard them talk about how you know they're not looking back at last 
last year. It's, it's a big goal from the, the guys that were on the team last year um, to not talk about too much about last year. Heard that at the press conference today, too, from Will Bolden and, and some of the captains that they brought out there. Um, it is, you know, this is a new year. Whatever you did last year doesn't count for a win in the win column this year. Um, so they're they're not um, overly confident. They don't, you know, and that, that could be a problem. We've seen that in the past, especially, you know, you kind of think about that Husker uh, Hoops team that went to the tournament um, and then the next year fell flat with, all, you know, most of the same characters minus Ray Gallegos. And Gallegos was solid, but he shouldn't have been, uh, you know, the glue piece that, that took him from tournament team to uh, a team that, that didn't have a winning record. And so, you know, that's a different sport, but, you know, it, it can certainly happen. You've seen it, guys kind of eat, eat themselves up in the offseason and get excited about hearing all about how great they are and then, you know, not, not putting the work um, that got them there in the in the first place. So um, I think it, I think it's great. Uh, you know, again, confidence with, with the bats, the um, the starting line. I mean, the uh, Will Bolt said today they they feel pretty good about the starters, you know, and they've got enough guys um, that a few of them aren't going to be able to start. So that's a good, pretty good problem to have. Uh, and again, I've heard um, about some of the pop in the ball, maybe a few more, you know, they're kind of a, a team at times that, uh, you know, kind of run, you know, steal, you know, bunt over, whatever. They, they've got more pop this year, it sounds like, in their offense. So uh, a little bit of a different look from them, but they're they're getting to that point um, of where they're going to have the X on their back this year. Um, everybody in the Big Ten is going to be coming after them. Um, but I think that home field advantage is going to be so fun in Haymarket Park this year. Yeah, and they, they feel also that they've upgraded and they, they feel real strong about their bullpen play right now. Uh, you know, they got some words that came out from uh, the, uh, the catcher, uh, Griffin Everett, who's basically in his second season with the Huskers after transferring from uh, Kansas City, uh, Kansas Community College. Uh, he feels that the the, the bullpen is going to be a strong suit for them right now, right? They're going to bring a lot of energy. They they're gonna they're gonna have a lot of zip on the ball, and plus they've got some pitching, uh, some unique pitches that they're able to throw that even myself haven't really heard of, right? He talks about Shea Shannon's uh, slider cutter. Now that that thing he says is very electric. That uh, brings a lot of misses coming out of the bullpen. Uh, Cody Franks. Um, uh, got a slider change. What the heck is that? A slider change, right? That is That's a new slow pitch that he, he's, that he, I want actually, I want some film on that. A slider yeah. change. I want to see what that looks like. Right. And then, um, so then he says, Kobe Gomes, who is a right, right-handed pitcher as well. He's, they say he's got a real wicked splitter on him. So they, they feel real good about their, their bullpen play that's you know anytime you've got a strong bullpen as long as the starters handle their business and the defense does what they're supposed to do and you're able to put some runs on the board having a good closing group is able to provide wins for you when it's necessary well, it's kind of cool too, and, and Kobe Gomes sounds like he's going to start as their their closer, the guy that they rely on in that role. Um, most days than not, you know, some days you might have a, a you know kind of get tired and not want to do back to back days or whatever. But um, they they feel b- good about their depth behind him too, as well as if there's any injury or anything that pops back up again there. Um, but it, it's kind of cool too because you know we, we talk about how they've uh, they don't want to talk much about last year, but you can't help but but note that your program is taking that step up, right? So now. Um, 
it just it was it was cool at the press conference just hearing uh, Coach Bolt kind of talk about the goal to get to Omaha. And you know every every team does that. You do that every year, and you can, and you know. But recently, it's kind of just fallen on deaf ears here in Nebraska. Even though the goal is to get to Omaha for every team, right? Uh, but it, you know, it's just kind of like, well, yeah. I mean, everybody's got to say that this year when they say it, and, and maybe they could say it with a little bit more confidence. You're going, that's that could be the next step. And he's talked about you know hosting a regional, those things, taking that step up from Big Ten champions. You know, you've you've got a building block to start with that, that that's pretty impressive. Um, so, you know, obviously repeat that or, or at the very least be one of the top uh, competitive teams in the Big Ten. Uh, and then when tournament play comes around, they want to be in a position uh, to get to Omaha. And part of that is getting home field advantage uh, when you can yeah. in, the, in those regionals or perhaps even the super regionals, which would be uh, incredible. A lot of positive things, too, is that, you know, they're going to once again, they're going to have the Big Ten championships there in Omaha. Uh, which is going to be be cool to kind of keep things at home. And like you said, if if you can take advantage of those situations and you you stay within the the confines of Nebraska for a lot of um, those those games, those regionals, those super regionals, if you can do that, you have a strong. I mean, I, I looked at part of the schedule and I'm looking at it, and I'm not overwhelmed uh, in any manner by what I'm seeing. So it looks like they definitely can, you know, put some put some numbers together if they stay healthy. It uh, looks like they can do what they need to do, stay healthy and 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 put it put it put a nice run together and make things happen and and some of that stuff can happen for them. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. We're you know Will Bolts is a great coach and I'm sure he's going to do what's necessary to help them to put wins on the board. So, uh, but the fans are excited, so to speak. I mean they're they're excited about what's what what they're going to be able to do and 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 the hopes are high and the expectations are high as well and hopefully they'll feel. Uh, fulfill those uh, expectations no doubt go ahead yeah and it's going to be kind of fun too to see how that uh, you know the, the the enthusiasm in baseball you almost feel like it's going to explode right I mean if they are if they are that good um, or you know can get some momentum they, they get a you know a five game uh, winning streak going into a Sunday or something like that and you know early in the season just because uh, Nebraska fans have you know as far as the, the men's athletics have, have have had a tough go at it obviously in the football season not quite getting the wins that you know of course this baseball team won it last year um, but it, it just it kind of going through another year of disappointing football and then the basketball situation where it's at right now it just feels like um, this is the saving grace almost for um, Nebraska men's uh, athletics f- fans and and I, I think that Maybe that's part of what you're seeing with with the uh, reserve seats sold out. Maybe that would happen either way. You know, you don't always have to connect the programs. I think baseball fans um, were going to be excited about you know Big Ten champs either way. So that might have happened either way. But I do think there is going to be a little bit extra juice even beyond from what the baseball team created itself, just because the relief and Husker fans love to see a winner, and they they've just had a rough go at it in some of the other sports. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and having a rough go at it, you know, hopefully that rough go doesn't continue on with basketball. But um, I'd like to get your perspective, though, on what you would like to see tonight. What, 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 what would you like to see just tonight on, you know, we talk about so often about the, 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 the rest of, the, of the, uh, the Big Ten Conference games that are still left and the opportunities to try to get wins there. But what would you like to see tonight uh, that would give you a – you know, a little positive perspective on, on, um, you know, where things possibly are and moving forward. 
Well, first and foremost, don't let another team that shoots about 35% from beyond the arcs, you know, light you up. I mean, because that's where it could get very ugly. I don't think it'll happen. I, you know, I, I'm not necessarily predicting that, but, um, you know, that's that's kind of uh, something that you, you don't want to see another opponent that is, we talk, all, you know, leading into the game. This is a winnable game, winnable game, and then you're down by 20 at halftime. I mean, that's, um, that's what I think kind of uh, sparked a lot of uh, a negative and just kind of hostile environment this week, talking, you know, for most people talking about Nebraska basketball. Uh, but in specific, I, I, I've said it before, I think that you want to see that this team respond to that um, with that, that little extra element in the care factor tonight, that hustle element, the, the you know, whether it's, it's, it's uh, you know, diving on the floor or extra box outs or, you know, uh, whatever it may be, um, see that extra element of hustle. But, you know, and I, and I want to see it play out in the stats too. I mentioned it earlier in the show. I think the biggest thing tonight, and it's a big thing Nebraska has to overcome every Every night when they play these games, is they're an awful rebounding team, and it's just hard when you lose. You know, we talk about losing streaks and how this team can't get over the edge. You're giving up 10 to 15 rebounds per night. No wonder why you're losing all these games, even the close ones, right? That's the that's a huge difference maker. Well, tonight Minnesota's the only team in the Big Ten worse than Nebraska as far as rebounds per game. Um, so Nebraska absolutely win this rebounding battle because that's a, especially uh, a, a statistic that we look for in the box score to say, okay, there's the extra hustle, there's the extra care factor. Factor, whichever team wins that one tonight, because neither team's particularly very good at rebounding. Yeah, and and so that those are some of the things. Again, I'm, I'm going to be looking for um, just that those 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 passion types of the, those um, deflections. I'm going to be looking at loose balls. Um, I'm going to be looking at how they take care of the ball. I'm going to be looking at fundamentally sound things. I want to see some changes on the areas of inconsistency that need to be addressed. If you're going to be any type of a good team going forward, they have to be addressed and they have to be addressed this year. Uh, You've got to see some of those changes. If I don't see those changes, then um, those are the things that are going to make me, I want to see the little things. I want to see just not that they're going to do everything perfect, but I want to see just some progression on on some of those areas. Just having a care for the the possession, making sure that the possession is cared for. It's just not lackadaisical and and so flippant with the ball, and, uh, and you know because those things turn into trend. You you you're not that team that has the capability because you don't rebound well and you don't do. Uh, sometimes you don't even finish well on second chance points or or even on fast break points. So uh, I want to see those types of things. So coming off after the break, we're going to take one more break here. We're going to go to uh, hitting the hardwood. The dunk contest has been set. We have some young guns that are out there. No big names, no names like LeBron James or, or you know, uh, no big time dunkers that we, we're familiar with out there. Um, but there's some young guns, and I think I've got one that I'm going to go for as winning the dunk contest uh, coming up at the All-Star break. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> 